Hello, Kawaii Creatives. How are you? So we're going to dive into the five different types of imposters for imposter syndrome. I've been talking a lot about fear and getting out of your comfort zone and uh, confidence and how to do it and all of that good stuff. So let's start with what the five types are and I'll tell you where I'm going to put those into some big fashion moves. So let's just go ahead and do a recap right quick. Fear, false evidence appearing real is definitely a confidence killer. And you can put yourself on a fast track by putting yourself 10 toes down and just doing the damn thing. But sometimes we actually have to work up to that, which means doing the inner work and actually identifying who you are, who are you now and where you want to be what you desire and how are you going to get there so let's start with who we are and start with owning some of our imposter types so here are the five different types of imposters the perfectionist the superwoman the natural genius or the great mind as some people call it the soloist and last but not least the expert i'm going to go ahead and tell you now if you haven't heard the last podcast as we talk about 28 days of j fashion of black j fashion i'm all five we're going to go through all five with fashions but right now i just want to pinpoint all five so you could do some some work with yourself that way as we go through the fashions and how i work through imposter syndrome if you see yourself then you can high 10 yourself that's a double high five (laughs) you can high 10 yourself you can do a freeze frame high five you can slow it down and you can see where you need to make adjustments so that you actually build your confidence to get out of your comfort zone we're not going to hang out in the fear zone forever no 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 so here we go the perfectionist the perfectionist sets excessively high goals for themselves and when they fail to reach that goal they double down on the self-doubt they can also be control freaks feeling like they want something done right and right away and if they can't get it done the way that they see fit the way they think it should be done forget just wanting the help they will do it themselves so if that resonates at all dear friends then definitely (laughs) you are a perfectionist as again, I'm already telling you, I'm all five types. Every so often I'll have a funny story, maybe, maybe not. But I can definitely tell you, I yell about being OCD all the time. I'm wholly a perfectionist. But <laughs> here you go. Here's some identifiers. If you've ever been accused of being a micromanager, if you've ever had difficulty delegating anything or felt disappointed with the results, when you miss insanely high marks on something and you just feel like the world is going to crumble around you and you have to ruminate or think on it for days. And if you feel like you have to be 100% perfect 100% of the time. Now there, I'm just going to remind you that anything that is perfect is finished it's one of my favorite songs by mad lib um shadows of yesterday is the song but he reminds us it's uh he reminds us that anything that is perfect is finished um and it's dead it's done that's yesterday's news so if you perfected it then it's probably time to move on and challenge yourself to something else but i say that if it's something that you're growing in you're probably never going to reach perfection that's totally a false narrative (laughs) so 
here's some ways we can work through it. We can learn to take our mistakes and strive. We can view them as a natural part of the process so that we can grow. Failure is key to growth and key to learning. In addition, we could push ourselves to actually act before we're ready. Go ahead and force ourselves out there for a project that we've just been thinking about and planning and over planning and overthinking and thinking and planning and over perfecting. Put it out there. <laughs> Why? Because progress is better than perfection. That's something to actually remember. Progress and getting it done is better than perfection. You can always go back and kaizen some shit. You can always go back and tease it out. But progress is going to be so much better than perfection. Okay? Okay. Now, here we go. Superwoman, Superman. Hey, now. I think a lot of us have capes, as we say, when it comes to this. But... The superwoman or superman often pushes themselves to work harder and harder to measure up. It's a false cover-up for insecurities, and the work overload often harms our mental health and our relationships around us. No, 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 no. That is not the jam. So if you if you have seen your relationships or your mental health wane simply because you have had your head down and you have been on your workaholic BS, that's short for bullshit. And I'm going to say it because I'm going to call myself on it and read myself for help. And yes, you are a superwoman and superman and we need to seek help. <laughs> so look, do you stay later at the office or you decide that you want to actually do more work or forego any of your personal time to get your work done and just stay late? stressed when things aren't working working out and you can't find downtime to decompress to actually regroup and all of those good things you've actually put your hobbies your passions things that keep you well and alive to the side and sacrifice them for work and if you truly feel like you haven't earned your title despite any evidence accolades tangibles those things and you feel like you still need to prove your worth and let me tell you honey boo boo child you are a superwoman let's not do that seriously being a superwoman or superman actually means that we're addicted to validation when it comes to working not the actual work itself like outside validation so here are some things that you could do to make this a bit more reasonable for yourself Start training yourself to veer away from external validation. No one should actually have more power over making you feel good than you. Again, it's called uh, self-esteem, I believe the term is, which means esteem of the self. And you have everything within you, dear Kawhi Creative, to make this shit come true, to have all of the validation. You have all of the tools, all of the things to tell you that you can do this. You have to trust them. Become your hype man. Turn that shit up. Believe in it. Enjoy it. Own it. So just remember that it's self-esteem, which means that it's esteem of the self. It is literally you empowering yourself to be able to get the things done. Um, nurture yourself and your internal confidence, your inner confidence, so that you can do the damn thing. I promise you, you are dope as fuck. You have to believe that and you have to know it for yourself. It's not up for me or anybody else to tell you that from the outside looking in. You have to believe it from the inside looking in and then 
spread that shit out to the world, okay? All right, so next up we have the natural genius or the great mind. So these imposter types judge their competence based on ease and speed as opposed to their actual efforts. So they set their bar impossibly high, similar to the perfectionist, silly, silly types we are. But also we we base our ridiculous expectations on getting things done right the first time. Seriously, seriously. If we don't get things done right the first time, then we're just like, especially for things that we know are in our wheelhouse, that we know are a part of our innate, our innate and our natural born talents. We know that this is something like this is our jam, like we feel it in our bones type of deal. Instead of feeling like we should hone something and make it better, we're just like, yeah, this comes natural to me. And you want to, or you expect that you get it right on the first try. Much like being a natural born artist. Now let me tell you, as a natural born artist, I'm gonna go ahead and be frank with you that you still have to hone that shit. I can't spit out a portrait for shit, but naturally, in my bones, I am completely and wholly an artist. Does that mean that I can't do it? No, it's very natural to me to create art. But if I want to be able to create that type of art, then I have to hone my skills. So here we go. Are you excelling without much effort? Are you used to doing it? Do you have a track record of getting straight A's or gold stars and everything? Were you told frequently as a child that you're the smart one? (laughs) smart one in the family do you dislike the idea of having a mentor because you can handle these things on your own faced with setback your your confidence will tumble uh, because you're not performing well or do you just often avoid challenges because it gets uncomfortable to try something that you're not great at at all dear creative if this resonates with you hey friend hey you know what it is So look, here are some things that you could do to work this out if this is you. See yourself as a work in progress. Again, anything that is perfect is finished. So if you're a living, breathing being, if your business is living and breathing, if your fashion journey is living and breathing, it is always going to change. It is going to evolve. That is what we are meant to do. That is what your art is meant to do. That is what your voice is meant to do. That is what everything that is around you is meant to do. We are meant to cope and learn, learn and cope. So that means that everything that you touch, as long as it's living and breathing, is going to ever evolve. It is going to be forever a work in process. So you can accomplish great things. It involves lifelong learning and skill building for everyone. So rather than beat yourself up about these impossibly high standards, find things that you can improve over time. There's a little thing called Kaizen. Look it up. And do that shit 1% at a time. You probably will enjoy that life and being able to see the results and seeing the person that you grow into being. And boy, are they going to be fucking amazing. Get to work. (laughs) Number four is a soloist. (sighs) I am a solo entrepreneur. So I'm going to tell you now that I'm reading myself for filth. So the soloist feels as though asking help for help reveals phoniness. It's okay to be independent, but... Not to the extent that you receive that you refuse assistance so that you can prove your you can prove your worth. So here we go, because it's pretty straightforward. 
Do you firmly feel that you need to accomplish things on your own? Are you in your head like, I don't need nobody's help? And do you frame requests in terms of the requirements of the project rather than the needs uh, of the person um, or the needs as a person rather? So I am a person. I need this as opposed to this is the project. This is what I'm looking, you know, show me the data. (laughs) Man. There's a lot to unpack in the soloist imposter type, especially as a creative. I'm not going to even front. The reason that I'm a solo entrepreneur is simply because I have trust issues with people. I've been burnt enough. Um, Part of it is because I didn't know my ask. I didn't know exactly what I was asking for. I knew the results that I wanted. I didn't know how to actually communicate what I needed. So in that particular space, and being burnt, bottom line, being messed up a lot of times, people not following through with things, you try and work with people, you find out you're not on the same page. There's a lot to unpack and why we choose or why there's a soloist imposter type. A whole lot to unpack there. Like I said, I'm not even on the front. I'm a solo entrepreneur, but I'm not gonna say I'm not working on it because also as a business owner and somebody who wants to live her greatest life, for her own wellness and show up for herself first that means that I have to balance some things out so I have to chuck that imposter type to the side get over myself uh do this little exercise uh that my friends and I do together called fuck your feelings and I'm gonna have to learn how to uh how to put out ass I would challenge you to do the same thing find things that you need help with find out what you need help with and ask for help It doesn't have to be anything big. It can be, you know, the smallest things. But with those small things, start working on reaching out and just asking for help for small things. Start resetting yourself to know that you get farther. There's an African proverb. If you want to go far, go together. If you want to go fast, go alone. Let that sink in, like sit with that, write it somewhere, remember it, all that good stuff, because sometimes you're going to need people to be able to go far, and you're going to have to chuck that soloist type uh, type imposter. Again, I'm, I am setting myself on this table as a living, breathing example of what it looks like to be a soloist and to actually work through it. So there's that. And the last but not least is the expert. Jesus Christ. The expert is funny. (laughs) The expert measures their competence based on what and how much they know or can do. They believe that they will never know enough. And the fear is being able to be exposed for being inexperienced or unknowledgeable. Pretty much a know-it-all. Let's just call a spade a spade. Okay? So the expert is pretty much a know-it-all. Do you shy away from applying for job postings unless you meet every single educational requirement? This goes for opportunities as well. If you shy away from opportunities because you feel like you haven't checked every single box, that is also valid or that is also comparable. Um, Are you consistently seeking out training, certifications because you think you need to improve your skills or in order to succeed, especially if you're about to hit go on something and it's like, no, 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 let me pull back right quick because I have to learn these other 12 million things before I can actually deliver it. 
even if you've been in a role for some time, you can relate to feeling like you still don't know enough. And do you shudder when someone says you're an expert? If any of that resonates, fam, you are definitely an expert imposter type. It's true that there's always more to learn, but here's the thing, experts. If we take it too far, there's a tendency to endlessly seek out information and that is just a form of procrastination so instead of just doing it you're like no 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 no, but I have to pile all this stuff on I have to pile all this stuff on I'm going to tell you one more funny story as I actually start reaching towards opening the doors to my you may create coaching program I have often felt that way my mentor has been getting on me, <laughs> has been getting on me, um, and we talk about it. We talk about it so that, that way we can get it out in the air. I can hear a different perspective, and I can be offered different insight into what I'm thinking so that I can get out of my head and get on with the job and the task at hand because some creative somewhere needs me. I can't let my expert and my whole I don't know everything actually get in the way again if something is perfect it's finished if it's perfect it's done it's over it's dead that means that there's nothing else to learn and I know it all I don't think that's the journey that I'm looking for how about you creative so look that is the end of our jam together today and I really hope that something shared in terms of looking at these five types helps you see yourself so that you know what you need to identify in yourself as far as who you are so you know what you need to work on intentionally so that you can grow into the person that you want to be 10 years from now you need to be showing up as that creative today that you want to grow into 10 years from now it's like a kid putting on oversized clothes and they're like they keep trying them on like dad and mom's clothes because they have a vision of what they want to be like when they get older which is usually something closest to them and they're going to emulate that become that child Put on those oversized clothes knowing that you're going to grow into them. Start showing up as the creative that you want to be 10 years from now. Be amazing, be great, be honest with yourself, and most of all, be creative. I'll see you guys in the next episode. It's been great. Again, I hope you learned something. I hope something was helpful. If so, hit me back. Anywhere. DM, email, uh, you can send messages on this podcast. I would love to know how I can support you on this journey. So, all right, Kawhi creatives, let's get these imposter types uh, nipped in the bud so that we can get on to being great. Johnny. <laughs>